Hey, hey, hey out there. I'm Greg Colossal, and you're listening to the New World Podcast. We got a great guest today. Uh, back in the day, I knew her as a as a former student, but now she's a young woman running her own business, uh, raising a young man herself, and doing a lot of great things on her own. Miss Kiara Gill is here, and you're going to meet her in just one second. So sit back, relax, and know that you're listening to the New World. Hey, Kiara. Hey, Greg. How, How are you doing? You? I'm good. Thank you so much for coming. It's crazy to see you all grown up, man. It's awesome. I've been loved watching you online and seeing you on Facebook. Thank you. It's uh, it's kind of cool when you're a teacher, you know, because you see him at 12 or 14, and then thanks to the internet, you can see him grow up, you know? Yeah. It's pretty cool. So <laughs> I've been watching you, and it's I'm glad we're friends there, and I'm glad to see you're doing pretty well. You have a new business, I guess. I do. My new business is actually called Lash by Kiara Nicole. Yeah. Um, it's an eyelash business and it's something that I just started recently back in December. So they could find you online as Kiara Nicole. They can find me online as Kiara Nicole, but I have an Instagram that's lashed by Kiara Nicole and a Facebook called lashed by Kiara Nicole. Excellent. So what made you kind of oh, go be open to going into business? Cause you do have a regular day job as well. I do. So what, what kind of inspired you to want to start a business? Um, well, I was just kind of thinking that I needed to find something where I'm, you know, passionate. So I actually ended up getting my lashes done with one of my girlfriends and I kind of instantly knew, Hey, this is exactly what I want to do. And I kind of took it from there and, um, I ended up getting certified and yeah. Cool. What I'm noticing though about the eyelash thing is that um, it's everywhere. Now, yes. I, don't, I don't know if that's I don't know good and bad sometimes, and I don't know anything about the beauty industry. <laughs> I'm not embarrassed to say that. I never even okay. had sisters. I mean, you know, my mom like hid in her bathroom to do her makeup. We never, <laughs> we never. I never seen girls become beautiful until I dated them. You know, so my first 20 years or so. Oh. But it really seems like a big deal. I mean, there's a lot of yeah. people taking the time to become, I don't know, I guess more beautiful. If enhanced that's even, beauty. Enhanced, that's yes. a great way to say it. Do you <laughs> see that as a trend that's going to stick around? I mean, I guess it's always been around. Girls have been doing this since the dawn of time. I absolutely do. Um, I think it's definitely something that's taking off. Everyone wants to kind of just make themselves look even more beautiful, especially now that we have the mask on. So oh, yeah, I never thought of that. <laughs> what a market you can talk about. Yeah. I mean, think about the mystery. I got to tell you, just so you know from a man's <laughs> point of of you in that time we matter but <laughs> sometimes i want to believe we do you know the other day i was talking to my friend and i was like the craziest thing about girls and these masks is all of a sudden girls have become more alluring yes now now that's not nice to say okay. because it's i don't mean because their faces are covered they're nicer to look at that's kind of mean but all of a sudden, there's more mystery. The kind of mystery we I had as a kid, mm -hmm. again, like in the 80s when we were when we dug girls, we didn't see a lot of their bodies. Correct. We didn't their form fitting stuff and these yoga pants and all this stuff. <laughs> this stuff didn't exist. We just saw very little of them and still desired them. Wanted to find out more. So the mask, <clears throat> which is which is kind of ironic that you said that, brings out the eyes. Yes. Holy cow! It brings <laughs> out the eyes. Do girls know that? They do, and they. <laughs> I bet. I'm glad you. Especially you're, the nurses. Right? <laughs> 
So they do know that because we all the men think they're just trying to seduce us, but they know that. They know that their eyes are the thing right there. Absolutely. Wow, that is awesome <laughs> to hear. And you're there to enhance them. Absolutely. Um, I definitely want to provide them with the service of, you know, just feeling good about themselves. Some girls and women, they just want to take the time to kind of work on themselves and they find that's a way to do it is getting their lashes done it really is yeah. and you know another trick you can you might want to throw this in your bag you know the girls <laughs> eyes if you like men and women have the same size eyes but their faces are smaller oh. or shaped differently or have cheekbones and, and stuff that's why the females eyes seem so much more important they're not larger their faces are just smaller than men oh. which i think is a cool little thing because again when a girl looks at us, we have, a, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure you could get lost in a guy's eyes, but, <laughs> but a girl's eyes are very powerful to us Absolutely. and they are the, they're the, you know, they're the pathway to the soul and, and we can go on. So your, your work, man, I think, you know, I love marketing and advertising. You might really want to play on this mass thing. I will. I, I really think you hit something <laughs> big. I get all excited for you because you can say what, what else? you don't, who's putting lipstick on? Nobody, no one. <laughs> right? Who's putting lip, I don't know, all the stuff, liner, and you can't even put a lot of stuff on your face. You can't it'll even show on, your smile. You can't even, it'll end up on your mask. Yeah. Everything you put on your face <laughs> will be on your mask. So what do you have? You have your eyes. Oh, yes. Kiara. I want 20%. 20% of every sale. I'll give you a little cut. Yeah, just just give me 10 bucks and it'll be good forever. So ladies, uh, she's not messing around. She's got a lot of passion. She loves her life. She loves what she's doing. And when you're around an energy like that, uh, even if she was plucking your eyebrows, you would still look really good because she's so into what she does. Yes. So make sure you find her. Kiara, what, um, what's like um, a typical session? Like how long does it take? And yes. talk me through it because I'm, 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 I'm not. That's there. a good question, actually. That's a common question that I do get. So a typical service from start to finish can take up to two hours. Okay. Um, so when you come to me, I have a lash bed. You're going to come. You're going to lay down on the lash bed. I will be placing iPads on the bottom lashes so that way I don't stick them together with your top lashes. Mm -hmm. And then <clears throat> what I'll do is I will walk you through the process as I'm going, but I will take my tweezers and I will isolate each individual eyelash, then place a false lash on top of it and then work my way throughout the eye. Wow. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that people don't know this. Most men, especially, I don't even know if girls know, we just see the lost eye eyelash on the ground that's <laughs> been dropped in the bar bathroom, and it's we true. think this one piece unit that's glued on, or yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but that's what I thought. It's the truth, though. It is right. So that's like the that's like the uh, the 1992 Honda Civic of eyelashes, and Kiara's bringing you the Bentley. She's yes. gonna she's gonna take e you're gonna isolate each eyelash. Correct. I actually put mink lashes on there. I have. Top quality product. I make sure I do all my research prior to putting them on your eyes. Right. Because, you know, your eyes are sensitive. So you want to make sure that you're having the right product put on there. And also it will allow it to last longer. So I'm um, I'm I'm actually, <laughs> you know, girls, you girls amaze me before for the the effort and the stuff that you put in for all this stuff. I mean, it's so I did not even know that you did that. Yeah. So when you can you kind of when you say isolate 
each. I mean, I could almost. Is it doesn't tickle? These girls aren't tickled so much that they they want to cry or I'd be laughing. Yeah, oh no! Oh my god! You actually don't feel a thing. Um, I'm very gentle, and I, I kind of you'll feel me like brushing through it, but it feels really good. A lot of the girls say they right. love feeling me brush through their eyelashes. Um, but yeah, no, you don't feel anything at all. I'm very gentle. It's a painless process. Really? So yeah. so you do you you do bottoms first and then go to tops, or you do one eye at a time? I actually do not do the bottoms. I'll just do the tops. These are, see, aren't you glad I said this? And then I just, <laughs> ladies, they, she will not do the bottoms. Because no. I'm thinking, wow, you're a patient person. That's a lot of hair to. So, about how many um, lashes or. Yeah, per eye, it can take up to about 100 lashes. It depends on <laughs> wow. how your eyes are. Everyone has different lashes. Some people have two rows. Some people have three rows. So it truly all depends. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, and also that also takes in consideration. You have to take into consideration mm -hmm. um, if you have less lashes, um, the retention might be a little bit lesser. So it can last from two to four weeks, depending on how well you take care and of them. And they slowly just fall out, correct? Out naturally, they grow head. naturally with your eyelash because your yeah. lashes fall off. Oh, naturally, they do. They grow every day. I didn't see <laughs> the things you learn on your own podcast. I, they, my eyelashes grow and then they fall out, and yes. new ones come behind it. Yes. Wow. How come I don't just like how you sh shed your hair. I just never found mine. I, I'm look. I'm gonna look every day now. I'm looking for my lashes. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So. Um, you're on Facebook. Yes. Do you have a, a website that stands alone as well? I, I actually am in the process of getting my website up and running. Sure. But you can always reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram. Mm -hmm. I'm very responsive, and I will set up an appointment with you. So I yeah. bet you're noticing business is increasing a little bit. Yes, it is. That's fantastic. Yes. I love that feeling. Um, where are you? Are you... Um, are, you, are they coming to you or are you going yeah, to them? Yeah, I'm home-based. Um, I'm actually located in Vernon, Connecticut. Sure. And I do have travel options available. So if you want it in your own home, it is at an additional fee, but just request it and I'll come see you. Wow, that's yeah. great. Because you're. I think you talked about expanding. You're eventually going to expand. Yes, I want to expand, yes. Yeah, and so what, when you have your dream business and you're... And you're, you know, maybe it's, maybe you'll have to change the name because you'll offer so many things that lashed would be just too limiting. So, what would Kiara's dream business look like? Yeah, so I want to be able to have travel services. So, say you want to have a wedding, um, I'll have my own truck sure. with everything in there. Right. Um, I also want to venture into doing eyebrows and then eventually Botox. Yeah, so, that's yeah. fantastic. See, the best thing I learned about business, Kiara, is that you want to. You've got a dream, and the dreams can't really stop. So you 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 think like, have you ever had a dream of like, um, I just want to, I don't know, say shine shoes. I just want to shine shoes on the corners of New York City. Well, that seems cool until you meet your next person who says, Hey, do you maybe um, do you do work with clothes? And all of a sudden, yeah. you become a tailor, and then you become a hairstylist. And the opportunities that the world and people will bring you, you should pay attention to because that's really how you grow in your business. So I'm excited to think that you're already building in your mind what the next part of your life will look like and we are all going to be rooting for you Thank and you. i'm gonna if i had um <laughs> sisters or daughters yeah, uh, tell they, all your friends yeah we know <laughs> we know that she's not opposed to doing men we talked about that earlier <laughs> men if if you got some eyelash thing you know hey she's not afraid of you Come go to her down. she'll make you look even more beautiful <laughs> um so that's exciting uh, i hope the botox thing works that's still very big yes. um and that's you know it's kind of like the beauty thing we were talking about a little bit earlier. It seems 
um, you know, for the since the history of time, girls have taken berries and, and rubbed them on their cheeks, and I mean, <laughs> had flowers in their hair. I mean, beauty has been this. I don't know. It's not nice to say female thing, but it really has been this female phenomena. Yes. And and it's nature. I think if you look at nature, you could see why. I mean, there's some, there's some. If you look at the animals, they're they're beautiful. I mean, yes. they are stunning. Many of the things that you could see, the colors and all that. Uh, but you know what I find funny, Kiara, is if you notice in nature, it's the boys. The boy peacock will be very um, blown out, or yes. the cardinal is red. The red is the boy, and the girl is is camouflaged and stuff. So what is it do you think um, about humans that we switch those roles, that we've made the girl more glamorous? Um, I mean, it's kind of a funny question, but... It is kind of a funny question, but, you know, I just think, you know, social media kind of plays a toll into it. So we're just viewing it constantly every day. Right. So, you know, we're... Us girls, we're looking to see what the men are interested in, and we try to appease that. Right. So... Isn't that... See, that's... That's at least a very, I like your answer. I think it's honest. Um, because I was talking to somebody the other day about beauty, and I'm like, you know, the irony of beauty is that if you, it's about, a, isn't it, I hate to say this, isn't it about attraction? Yes. So if we can admit that it's about attraction, it might be, a, it, we might be able to admit it's about uh, coming together. Whether it, you could attract a female, doesn't yes. matter what gender, but you're looking to create a bond, whether it be sexual or intimate. So you're trying to attract. <clears throat> I find that to be incredibly honest. Yes. Refreshing, because <laughs> there's a big movement of folks who would say, I don't do this for men. I'm not saying it's for men, but it is. it seems to be to attract. Yes. Like, so the, I always say girls are the flower, just like in the birds. They're the beautiful flower. They're planted. They're rooted. And flowers are beautiful. We all love flowers. We do. And so the bee comes around. And I say this a thousand times. <laughs> but it's like, it, it's so much, it's so refreshing to hear that we admit that we're trying to attract. Because Absolutely. men have felt bad um, approaching these days. You know, now there's all these lines. You, We're creeps. We're evil. We're bad. The scariest stuff, Kiara, to go, we see you as beautiful. Now, you just put your lashes on, you put your makeup on, you got your outfit on, your body's ready to go, you feel great. We see you, and then we go, wow, you're you're stunning. And then she's like, you're a creep. (laughs) I'm like, what? What the? Back in the day, it wasn't. get a bad rap. (laughs) It wasn't that. It wasn't like that back in the day. They went out, and then we said, you know, if if there was a, a stupid guy, everybody busted on him. Like, yo, calm down. Right. But primarily, we were happy to tell you that you were beautiful. It's just now we're getting scared because we don't know if you guys are going to be mad at us. Like, not necessarily the. It's this new thing, this new phenomenon. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I do. It? Can it, you, you imagine being a guy? And it's tough on both parts. How so? Um, you know, again, like the females are just trying to please someone, but you know, it's it's kind of lonely out here. So we're trying to do our best to. Right offer something to someone and you know we want to make ourselves beautiful that way first. See, I, I, I find that to be but it's so it's so natural mm-hmm. it isn't it isn't evil or bad it isn't pro-woman pro-man anti-male anti it's it's the it's the gentle nature of of i don't know create creation i mean yeah. i guess you could say it's the way evolution yeah ev- oh, you can't have evolution unless we keep creating exactly and, and that's why you know i guess i, I guess i got i'm a little upset because <laughs> It's been, you know, the younger girls have made uh, men into these monsters of despicableness. And I'm like, we are? 
Like we invented some amazing, we invented everything that you're actually using right now. The phone, Facebook, everything you mock us for. It's true. You won't put it down, but you're going to mock us. It's kind of <laughs> weird. Then you're like, and we're what? We don't want to hurt you. We don't feel those feelings. Yeah. But it's been this big grandstanding. So I'm happy to have a beauty professional finally really say, you know what? We want to be beautiful because we'd like to attract another person. Yeah, whether absolutely. it be a girl or a guy, it don't matter. Whatever your choice is, it's up to you. <laughs> but it's hard for people to see that these days. I'm glad you do. And I think from what um I think you got a young man that you're taking care of now, right? I do. I have a ten year old young man. Wow. <laughs> well, uh, I almost want to ask you his name, but you don't have to tell me his name. Oh, his name's Cameron. Cameron with a K or with a C? A C. I would so I would thought for sure you'd make it a K, just a Kiara, but you know, bust a Kiara. Yeah. Thing. I had to fight about that, but that's okay. Did you want it? I did. You did. I knew it. See? I wasn't even there. I'm like, how come it's not a K? You get compromised, but it's yeah. okay. Good job. Good job. So Cameron's 10. Yes, he's 10. He is an awesome little boy. He's very adventurous, but he's my young man that I'm trying to help grow into becoming a nice young man. Well, you're... you're um and again, I, I haven't, I don't know him, and I just, you know, Facebook is real and fake. <laughs> but according to Facebook, you're doing a great job. Thank he looks, you. He seems to be a, a well, uh, respectable young man. Absolutely. If, he's, if he gets out of line, I have a feeling you show him how not to get out Absolutely. of line. Absolutely. Because that's really, that's really something that um, I'm, a lot of moms yes. don't do that well, especially it's if they're struggle. alone. It's a struggle. You know, you learn from your experience, especially if you're, I'm a single mom. So, yeah. you know, I don't have, you know, the full on support every day, right. but you learn from it and you just want to make sure that they're go heading in the right direction. Um, with my son, I make sure that his education is number one. That's really? all I need you to do is right. make sure you're, you know, paying attention in school and other than that. And he knows that. He knows that. And how does he respond? Very well. Really? He's yes. a strong student. Very strong student. Wow, Kiara, that right yeah. there alone. <laughs> Just you should pat yourself on the back. Patting Single the back. mom, small business owner, working yes. a day job, has a son, son accelerating in school. Yes. This is this is a tough question, but does he see dad? Does he know dad? He does. Oh, that's great. Actually, so, you know, in the beginning, I will admit it was a little bit tough where, you know, I was kind of fighting for that yeah. type of relationship, but yeah. honestly, it's a whole 360 the last couple of years, and he sees his dad every other weekend. And that's fantastic. It works. I get a break, and right. he gets to spend time with his dad. That's huge, yeah. man. I'm happy for you because, <laughs> again, only because I'm a child advocate for so many years, I've seen the realities of, of what it's like when there's deficits in kids' lives. It doesn't matter who or what. Yeah. Money, address, health, if there's addiction around, if there's drug use, yeah. and, uh, um, F fathers around, mothers around, fathers not around, mothers not around, incarceration. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen the results front, front, like front line, and yeah. and you can't, I can't lie to myself or other people. So you're doing a great job by Thank keeping you. it all going, and then having, you know, when he's with his dad, how does he? What does he do with his dad? Is dad different than how? Dad he is actually very strict. Yeah. <laughs> I like dad even more now. That's good. I, I don't know you, Dad, is, but he, keep it up, buddy. He lays the law down, and you know it, he, we actually balance off of each other. Sometimes if I'm struggling, I'll call his dad and get his advice, and he'll provide it to me. He yeah. actually has other siblings as well. So, that's, so he has some half-brothers and half-sisters yes. when he's good. Yeah. That's good for him. Yeah. And where does he fall in that mix? Is he the He's oldest? like in the middle. Perfect. Yeah. And he's he's your only, right? He's my only, So correct. he goes from only to being in a mob. Correct. That's, that's good for him. <laughs> exactly. That's why you're getting, I hate to say it, but that's why you're getting 
a lot of these positive responses. Yes. Socially, you're really doing a great job. Yeah, and for me, you know, my mom was a single parent, and, you know, I grew up in a household where she held down everything. So, yeah. you know, she's very independent. Yes, yeah. I have my stepdad, but, you know, it's really my mom who's the I, she's the reason why I work so hard. Right. So. The majority of the <laughs> of the country is now being raised, I think, by single moms. Yeah. I mean, it has changed. It yeah. is since my youth. In my youth, we would go after school when we got home, somebody's mom was home. Because mm-hmm. that was back in the day when only one salary was all you needed. Yeah. So no matter what house we went to, there was a mom in that house at 3 o'clock cooking food, yep. getting ready for dinner. And she was allowed to discipline everybody. <laughs> so it wasn't it wasn't weird to get smacked in the head by someone else's mom. Oh, wow. You'd be like, what? <laughs> She'd be like, get off the couch, Greg. I'm like, sorry, Mrs. Jones. Oh, my God. It was just normal that the parents were like, look, he does something stupid. You get, you know, it, was, it didn't necessarily smack us all, but <laughs> the threats were there. And if someone needed to swing on you, they were, and the parents were like, get him good. Yeah. Because <laughs> if he messed up your couch, get him good because he'll yeah. be there tomorrow, paint, you know, washing it. So that's, that's just fantastic. Um, you know, we were talking a little bit earlier, and I kind of wanted to open this up. You know, uh-huh. oh, Cameron, this is a special thing for you. So we're going to, uh, let's see, somewhere in this about 30 minutes into the recording, Cameron, uh, <laughs> I want to tell you that I met your mom. I was your mom's teacher when she was just about two years older than you are now. And uh, she was an awesome kid. She did everything she was supposed to do. She was super disciplined. She was never fooling around for too much. She was really, really having fun. She was well respected. And she was like, it was almost like if she was 30 years old when she was 12. So, Cameron, you sound a lot like your mom. So, congratulations on being a great young man because your mom was a fantastic little girl when she was a student of mine. That's my rap to you, Cameron. So, let me, you know, we talked a little bit, Kiara, about the millennial thing. Yeah. And you remember, um, do you remember when. When you were in school, let's talk about middle school because yeah. that's when I knew. But do you remember the nine eleven thing and all that? Absolutely. Were you in Smith for nine eleven? Very vividly. Um, I was. What, what in, grade were you in? I believe I was in seventh grade, okay. and I remember you know we were in a new school and they had the TVs in all of the the t- right. uh, classrooms, and we watched it um, live when it was happening. You so. really saw the yes. plane go into the. Yes. No way. So. What was that like for you? Do you remember being, were you confused? I was very confused. I guess I didn't understand the impact of it. But, you know, after a few days later and, you know, hearing other people saying that their families have been impacted by it, I knew it was something very serious. Right. So. Yeah, when I was teaching, um, it was shocking. In fact, I was teaching eighth grade chorus when the first plane hit, and then the principal came and knocked on the door. Yeah. And he called me over to the door, and the kids couldn't see, and I opened the door, and he goes, United States is under attack. Don't yeah. tell the kids. And oh. he shut the door, and he walked away. Oh, wow. I was like, huh? <laughs> what? That's what he told me. Yeah. I love the guy, but I was like, what did he just say? So what am he, I supposed to do? He walked, <laughs> I walk in front of the kids. They're like, they're like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, okay, everybody. We're going to just continue to sing songs. I mean, it was crazy. <laughs> oh, the man. whole time, I'm like, what does that mean? They're bombing us? There's planes bombing us? Yeah. The next period, I had a um, free period, so I got to turn the television on, and uh-huh. there, I, there I saw it. I mean, yeah. it was it was one of those life-changing events. Do you, do you, does your generation see it that way? Do you guys, as 30-year-olds, do you guys talk about the chaos that you guys have grown up with? Do you even know it was chaotic? Honestly, I don't... It's not something that we, my, the people that I hang out with, we talk about, but, you know, kind of like 
thinking about it going forward, you know, I didn't understand the impact at all. So, right. but it definitely has changed how we operate as people. You know what yeah, I mean? It does. So, do you remember going to the airport before nine eleven? Can you picture that? I do not. You would have been like seven. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's just say when you went to the airport before nine eleven, you moved freely. Yeah. You could you got you went through a metal detector and they looked they went through x-ray machines but it wasn't so <clears throat> scary so right. with this fluid 6 ounces 3 ounces can't even bring Pepto-Bismol right you know what I mean you got your stomach's messed up and they're they're, they're really like, looking for the explosives right. yeah yeah so you're like <laughs> oh, I'm explosive all right but you should give me that Pepto-Bismol back right right and they then they um it was it just was it was kind Things were more kind because Prior to. the panic wasn't so high, and yeah. and it, you know, and so that that's kind of like something I remember. We, I kind of feel like we did that to you. You know, mm-hmm. when I'm th- I'm your age, I'm thirty, thirty one. When I'm teaching twelve year olds, and I'm watching this happen, like oh, and they were te- terrified. Yeah, they were terrified. So then you remember, um, what about the anthrax scare? Yeah, we actually experienced that in our school, and I know that was very scary because you know everyone was just kind of like putting in threats, but we didn't know what to expect. We didn't know if it was real. We didn't know if it was fake. So we kind of always had like that fear instilled in us. That's and, right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like your generation. Yeah. This is, this is something that I've actually can, can prove since 2000. It's about 20 years. Yeah. You guys were 10. You're in that age group of well, just where your kid is at. Yeah. He's ready to be molded into the young man he's going to become. Well, right at that age, now we scare the bejesus out of you. It's not we. Yeah. We just, it happened to us. The Twin Towers fall, there's massive terrorist attacks, right. and it's on the television all the time. I mean, right. we really, the schools are doing drills, then they do this anthrax thing. I remember we had anthrax sent to our school, but it wasn't anthrax, it was like sweet and low. Oh. They shut down schools over yeah, the packets very of sweet serious. and low. Yeah. So I was like, wow, that's just more terror. Like, what does anthrax have to do with, with you know, the Twin Towers? Right. It didn't end. Um, and then, then if you remember, do you remember the weapons of mass destruction? Do you remember that line? I don't. Really? Okay, yeah. good. You didn't, that's good because you were young. So George Bush had this line from, I would call it eight years. I don't know the years. Let's say 99 to 2007, mm-hmm. 2006. Weapons of mass destruction. This was the line that was said over and over. And we're like, whoa. Scary. Like, <laughs> like weapons that just blow up Massachusetts? No, no. Weapons of mass destruction. And I was like, this is, and it was a line that was repeated over and over and it scared yeah. us all, but we never found them. God, that's a good thing. Right. Well, it, what I'm showing you is look how much fear we kept on <laughs> doing to you guys, right? Yeah. Uh, and then I believe somewhere like, um, well, now you're like, so at 2007, you're about 18? Yeah, I just graduated high school. Yeah. That's the big recession. And we tell you, congratulations, <laughs> you just got out of school, but there's no jobs. Exactly. And there's no money and real estate is bad. And gas is five dollars a gallon. Oh, it was so bad then. And you're you're eighteen <laughs> trying to make it, and we're like, guess what, kids? You got a cell phone. Don't you like your cell phone? Because it's but all you're gonna your struggle, right? <laughs> you ain't getting no job. You ain't getting anything. So yeah. another thing, again, I look at the millennials and go, man, they got slammed there again. Yeah. Am I overreacting, or is that how you guys felt? No, it, it, that's exactly Among how we felt. Posse. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, that's exactly how we felt. Um, but you know what? We pushed through it. So now with COVID, um, it's a little bit easier for us, I guess. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I noticed that your 30s for the millennials is like, huh, well, um, excuse me, um, isolation, no problem. 
pandemic, no problem. Exactly. We make it happen. We're, you know, you give us a cell phone and yeah. we're going to make magic, you know? Yeah. Work from home. I actually work from home from my other job and it's a piece of cake. So. Is, that tw- is that full time from home? It's full time from home, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm actually, I just accepted a completely remote position so I have the ability to travel if I needed to. No and way. Are they yeah. hiring? Exactly. <laughs> That's what I want. I want someone to go, you can go to yeah. you know, Barbados and work from there. I'd hey. be like, no way. I'm from Barbados. I would love to go there. You really are? <laughs> My family is, yeah. Did I, well, I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't, that, wasn't, that was weird. I just picked Barbados. Yeah. <laughs> I got a funny story though. I won't, I'll, I'll just remember it just in regards to 9-11. It was, it was you know, when you're a young teacher, you're just trying to protect and help the kids. But I had this little girl, man. I won't say her name, but yeah. I loved her. She was, she was just, she was just small for her age. You yeah. know, she didn't, she didn't get that growth spurt yet. <laughs> she was tiny, and um, she had big, big eyes, and she had big brown eyes, and she was looking up at me. And, and um, the anthrax scare just happened. Yeah. So what they had done is said, okay, we're gonna do a drill put all the kids in the room, get them down. They have to sit against the farthest wall away from the window right. so that you couldn't be shot. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I was like, this is crazy. And then the teacher has to go and lock all the doors. Yeah. And now that now most people have one door, but if you work in the auditorium, you have 10 doors. <laughs> so they're like, okay, and go. And so I went to lock my 10 doors. I got to like number seven and they jumped me in the hallway. They're oh like, my gosh. you know, they're playing the game. Yeah. This is totally for real. These SWAT team came and they grabbed me, like, you're supposed to be a child. Wow. I'm like, I have 10 doors. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm still locking doors, buddy. 10. It's me. You know me. You see me every day. You got to yeah. jump me with your tactile, you know. But they were doing their job and it scared the heck out of the kids. Yeah. Because Mr. C got kind of jumped in the hallway. <laughs> So I come you didn't close in. them fast enough. No, I, was, I should have sent the kids. <laughs> close the doors. And she started crying. This little girl goes, oh. Mr. C, are they going to come here and kill us? Oh, wow. And I, it, changed, it, it changed me. I was 27. I'll never forget this day. And she had tears in her eyes. Oh. And she goes, are they going to come in here and kill us? And I was like, I almost said her name. I was like, Jenny. <laughs> I got so, that's like the day, I always tell everybody, that's the day I became a man. I got so, it really, really messed me up. Yeah. Because I was just 27. And you're responsible. And this little girl was like, are they going to kill us in here? Yeah. And my eyes watered and my chest puffed out and I said, don't ever, I'm not going to let anybody hurt you. I will not let anybody hurt you. And it was like the protector in me was pulled out. I didn't know it was there, you know. (laughs) That's awesome. I'm sure it was because she was small too and she had tears and and I've always, I've never forgot that day. It changed my life forever. Yeah. And again, it's the reality. It was the millennials. This was your life growing up in yeah. this new kind of America. So, do you see this as a new world now that we're in? Do you even see it as different as your old world? Um, just we got to roll through the punches. So it's just another hump that we have to go over, and you know we'll all pers- you know we'll get over it at some point. Do you hopefully. Think, do you think COVID is gonna stay around? Like the scare, the masks. Mm. The distance. Do you think it's, or do you think one day they're going to go, it's over, everyone back to normal? What do you I think? I think it's going to be about 50 50. Um, How so? You know, I think eventually we will be able to congregate together at some point. But, you know, I do feel that we do need to be cautious of how. We're spreading things because we were never really like safe about it. We never sanitized and we never thought about it. Right. So I think it is safe for us now a little bit. But, um, Eventually, we'll get over it. So, so do you think the nightlife will come back? You think there'll be concerts and? I hope so. Right. <laughs> I think we all do. Like I, I, I just take like, 
you know, sometimes you look at it and you go, something's a little weird. Why yeah. can we why can we fly in a plane shoulder to shoulder, right? Yeah. Um, at five hundred bucks a seat, but we can't have an auditorium for church with people, you know what I'm trying to say? I think we eventually need to start um, heading that way, but hopefully the vaccine will help assist with that, but right. hopefully it's sooner than later. Right. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking around going, man, this is this is crazy. Like, again, um, if if we all didn't have cell phones in our pocket, I think we wouldn't be as afraid. They're, right. they're cool, but they're also messengers of everything. Sometimes messengers of wonderful stuff and sometimes messengers. I agree. Right. Because sometimes you have like, I want to say fake news that's going around. Yeah, well, that's and real. That's, that's 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 propaganda has been around for a long time. Who does it? Everyone's doing and it. And you don't know what to believe. So I'm glad I heard a millennial say that. Because, <laughs> man, the Gen Xers, we are scratching our head going. It's true. What do you believe? How do you? I'm in a group text with my entire family, and we're all different ages. And, you know, the older generation, they really are sca- more scared than we are. Because you know why? We... Um, we had very limited sources of information yeah. for our formative years. Um, it basically it was always radio, television, newspaper, True. magazine, right? Yes. Those four. Now, if you were going to get on any one of those four, you needed money. You needed a lot of money to run an ad, to get on the yes. radio, to be on television. So there wasn't everyone wasn't given their opinion. Now, on <laughs> social media, you can have anybody connect to anybody. And I could create a headline. I could say, I could go online and have 5,000 friends and say, uh, there was a red fox today that was covered in blood running through the center of Glastonbury. (laughs) And everyone would be like, oh my God. And And they'll believe it. And then I could take a picture (laughs) and have it posted and it's all neat. And now it's real. Did it happen? Well, I think it did. (laughs) And now all these people like, the red fox covered in blood. And then they'll start to have, did you hear about the fox? The fox was rabid. It wasn't a fox. It was a deer. It just keeps on changing. <laughs> I'm just saying. Spreads like wildfire. Yeah. I mean, it's been, it's a, it's a crazy world to think like how fast information falls to can move around the world. And I'm, yeah. I'm just happy to hear the young folks are, are at least admitting that it's happening. Yeah, I guess for us, we're a little more free spirits, so... <laughs> well, you grew up... You you guys had to navigate this your whole life. Exactly. Your whole adolescent life. So I think we kind of think we're invincible a little bit, but we're not as scared. We're like, we're going to risk it if we have to risk it, and, right. you know, you only live once. Right. So. And plus, like, when you were 15, 14, you've already had, like, that false, weird online Thing. Every one of you have been online destroyed at some point. Yeah. Like, um, Kiara is uh, from, uh, <laughs> she's not from Barbados. She's been lying. She's actually from uh, like Greece, but she tells everybody in Barbados. Then they put true. that out, and yeah. then uh, you go to school the next day. We know you're Greek. And you're like, what? <laughs> What'd you just say? I mean, it's a. We right? kind of started it all, to be right. honest. Right, you invented it. <laughs> we did. Oh, no. Oh, you monsters. <laughs> I hate it. You guys did. We did. It was like when AOL started. We're like, we're the ones that have made it evolve. You know what you guys started? <laughs> what this terrified me was ratemyteachers.com. No way. Well, that was real. When I was, no. that was the first terror I've ever felt. So no. I had to say it very clearly ratemyteachers.com. That was, wow. I'm about 27, 28, and the staff goes, Did you hear about the new website? And I'm like, No, what is it? I'm all doofy. I'm all happy. He's always singing. I'm like, what's going on? They're like, go on that website. So then you go, you type in Smith Middle School, and then up will pop all the teachers. I think I remember this now. The kids kids register the teachers. (laughs) 
So I'm like, oh, no. And then you <laughs> click on your name, and there's anonymous comments from kids about you. Oh, gosh. Dumb as a box of rocks, stupid. You know, luckily, I was fun. So You I were so much I fun. Got, at 12-year-old, they don't really do uh, smear campaigns, you know. Oh, gosh. But they were nice to me, but they were nice to everybody. <laughs> but I was terrified. I'm That's like, your worst nightmare. You could, you, could just, you could just make fun of me anonymously. Wow. And then, you know, I wasn't I wasn't 12, I was 30. Right. So you guys did invent it, man. You're not joking. <laughs> do, you, do you like do you um do you, do you sometimes need to get away from technology or is that just an old person thing? Um, you know, for myself, sometimes I do feel like I need to take a break um because you can get wrapped up in to different opinions and, you know, you kind of put that on yourself. Like I'm hard on myself sometimes and Sometimes I don't want to have that extra opinion added on there. Right. So, yeah, you do need to take a break. But a lot of my business is generated from social media. So I have to post no matter what. That, that I built my entire company on social media. Yeah. That's the other thing that's amazing about yeah. it. So I do understand and I agree with you. I just wondered, um, you know, when you're growing up online, you basically, you, grow, you, you generation grew up online. Yes. When you're in a room and you're... F- say 15 18 years old you're at dinner with your mom at a mm-hmm. restaurant aren't you really in online in your head aren't you really getting ready to post a pic tell everybody where you're at uh, picture take a picture of your food because even in the 80s we didn't have phones That's but true. we were with our friends in our head yeah uh, we're like hurry up <laughs> can we just go home because i wanted to go home and use the phone yeah. and call my friends but if my friends were in my pocket I would never be present. Do you, do you think that was happening to you guys? I think so. Um, you know, for myself, I love posting what I cook. You know, I do like to post just to show people what I'm doing. You know right. what I mean? But like you said, kind of looks are kind of deceiving. So that's the only thing that's a little like, eh, but. Do you guys have, you guys probably have a better monitor of yes. truth. You can kind of read social BS. Yes. You, uh, social media BS. Yes. Probably better than older folks. Absolutely. Because you, you've watched it and you learned that, oh, oh, she just broke up with her boyfriend last <laughs> night. So yes. she's now posting like puppies. and She yes. doesn't want to tell anybody she cheated on him. Or different memes. Yeah. Subliminals. Oh, the, oh that's another thing. That's another thing. <laughs> the, the one thing I didn't realize is that people really think, and this is hard for me to, now I've, I've come into the, the, the group like I would post memes or any words, I guess they're always called memes, but I didn't really mean them yeah. to the degree that other people interpreted them. Correct. I might have found that to be, I could mean it like if I saw something inspiring, I'd be like, oh, I wish the kids would see this. So I'd put up this thing. But right. Now there's like an older person who's like, are you trying to tell me something? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what it said. It said, walk a mile on my shoes. You know I don't have any legs. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, I didn't, oh, I didn't really put... I was, and then I noticed that people, a lot of people communicate completely with memes. Yes. Like that's what they're doing. They're, and it's a lot of girls that do it more than the guys. I, I am guilty. Um, but I've done it, I yeah. think. But what is, who is, how do you know who it's directed to? How do we go? I mean, I'm, I'm opening a can of worms. <laughs> but okay, if I, if I, after you leave, I put a meme up that said, what a tough day. Things aren't going good. Yeah. That would you would think that somehow our podcast was poor. Uh, yeah, maybe possibly. But I wouldn't even <laughs> be thinking about you. I'd be like, I got sued for twenty five thousand before Kiara show. But I wouldn't want to hurt your feelings. And then I, 
just by posting that, I would hurt your. I could hurt your feelings potentially. Yeah, you didn't think the podcast went well. You see, I, I'm never going to make it in this world. I don't have. I can't subdivide to my 2,000 friends or whatever and make right. sure everybody's feeling okay. This is my problem. I I do things because I feel like I should, but I right. don't know what the repercussions are. You guys understand the repercussions we really do. well. That's I, I I'm kind of I make sure that I like you know solicit what I put on there. I make sure I put just positive things because you don't again you don't want certain people to perceive it a certain way. So I I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I use it to like just do whatever I want, yeah. and I, I put things that aren't even positive. Just I'm when I'm fascinated by something like um I I don't know I I find it I share it. That's what teachers do, but yeah. it's not always positive. It could be rather negative sometimes. But I'm like, whoa! <laughs> can you believe like this? Like this tiger eats you know its own babies. Oh man! Yeah, I'm like this is crazy. <laughs> so I want to share it because I'm fascinated. But people right. are like. What is he trying to say? Is Greg going to eat his own baby? You know what I mean? It's like ridiculous <laughs> yeah. stories come. Like, I've heard, we're, we're worried about you. I'm yeah. like, you're worried about me. This isn't real. No, you should come over. Things are great. It's Everything's fine. But, <laughs> but you'll never know. Yeah. <laughs> you won't know unless you check my memes. Exactly. Check my memes to know my true status. That's Well, I guess, you know, so when, you're, when you were like, I'm more fascinated with the teenagers, mm-hmm. when you're dating and liking people and you're living online like that, are, you must be checking likes to see if the girl or boy who she said, he said, oh, he li- he, yeah. she liked that. And then those have meanings, right? They do. And then you're searching and digging and finding things that you're not supposed to be finding. Because then if you go <laughs> in their profile and find an old pic that she liked... But he said he didn't know her. And then you're exactly. putting stories together. You put two and two together. Oh. And then oh my God. <laughs> it's devastating. And then, boom, you're broken up with your boyfriend. Or, oh, you know? no. <laughs> That's happened to me. Gen X. <laughs> Gen X. I love you, Gen X. We did not have this. I We had direct conversation. Do you know what I used to tell people? Like, today is so scary because like you, a girl puts herself on Instagram or yeah. Facebook. And she might put parts of her body as well and she might look good and feel good and want you know right. it's okay and then and then here comes the attention agreed um that <laughs> because since the dawn of time in fact since man has been alive man has chased woman <laughs> yes. for those same reasons like we don't know it. whoa we now now you take pictures of those reasons and you add a filter <laughs> zoom in put them here put them there and now and now you're you're almost shocked that 25 men have correct what it poked, talked, DM'd, PM. I don't know all the terms. DM. DM. Is that direct liked, message? Yes. Direct message. Yes. And then they write, oh, the girls are so funny. <laughs> I can't they wait. Get to, upset. Uh, oh, but I love I love this. <laughs> they always have to say, oh, how many? I can't stand. I have 174 DMs to read <laughs> because you know these guys are just monsters, and I'm laughing. I'm going. Why'd you say the number? <laughs> exactly. I have 298. <laughs> right. Because it's normal for suitors to go out. You know what I mean? It's like back to that first statement I made. We're not animals. We're just, we yeah. like you. We want to be near you. We're attracted to you. Right. And then you're kind of like beauty products. You're making yourself beautiful digitally. And we are. That's, what, that's what's now. supposed to kind of happen. happened since the dawn of man. <laughs> Yeah. Then, then they go. How dare you? I'm like, I mean, I've, I've, I don't go anywhere near it, but I'm like, I'm cool. Then they go, How dare you? I'm like, Yeah. Uh, well, 
In one picture, there's only your nose, your chin, and your cleavage. Yes. And your cleavage is taking up 80%, and you don't want me to look at it, but you put it You on, put it out there for them to see. You put it on a see. picture yeah. with 5,000 friends that can be shared, but you don't want anyone to look at it? That's well. That's see what it's it com- like. That comes with doing that. You, you know, know what I mean. You should expect it a little bit. Well, I think now I'm trying to teach you what it's like to date a girl. See how yeah. crazy that is. You're like, oh, I'm that happy makes- to have a boy. Right. <laughs> well, you're coming up on an important time. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. You know, Kiara, between zero and ten, mm-hmm. boys are a little crazy. Yes. They're physically all over the place, and then between Very loud. Like, between like 12 and 20, mm-hmm. they're a lot easier than girls. Yes. So if you had a girl right now who was 10, about to move into the next part of her life, let me tell you, yeah. you are lucky to have a boy because they come with a lot of tension, a lot of pain. I mean, exactly. I, girls, are my, I, I raised thousands of them. And they, could, <laughs> they are some of the meanest people in the world at that yeah. age. And some of the most afraid and most tender. So when you have like a... 12 to 16 year old girl and she's going through it's easy just to say all the changes and like it's it's so intense man and it's so intense and i I think you should be you should realize that what you've just done with cameron uh is hard yes it's hard so now you're gonna get a little (laughs) bit of you keep dad strict make sure he's doing his schoolwork and you're gonna see your the gift is gonna come now but as he moves into his adult life i'm excited <laughs> you know, you've done a great job. Thank I bet. you. Does he? Is he? What is he interested in? Does he ever talk about a future or anything? He he's like a he wants to be like a YouTuber. So he likes to beatbox. So mm-hmm. he kind of likes different things. But I'm going to allow him to venture in anything that he wants to. Yeah. Just to see what you know sparks him, and if he wants to pursue it later on, then he can. Does he so. play sports or is he physical? Does he? He is loves he... to swim. Oh, good. He's really good at track. Yeah. And good. he loves to play basketball. Really? So, yeah. That's good. Yeah. So what do you um what do you, what does he do in the summers if it non COVID summer? How would he <laughs> spend his summers? Is he? He's in summer camp. Yeah. Um, he either is spending time with my grandparents, but most of the time I'm working, so he's usually just in summer camp, or he goes with his dad for a little a little while. Have so. you been working from home for a long time? Since COVID started, so wow. so for the year, about a year, yeah. yeah. And you would love if it went on forever, huh? It is going on forever for me. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> it's I, a whole new time, so right. it's much easier for the company. So you know, but it works good for me. I don't have to get up. I don't have to spend gas. What, what are your <laughs> um? Without being too personal, what are your ta- uh? What what are your what do you do for like? What kind of work are you doing? Are you contacting people? Are you doing paperwork? Yeah, well, I'm actually a supervisor, so I'm managing um about 25 people, and I provide them with coaching on their day to day tasks. But um, basically, we are the post-acute care. So we reach out to people who just got out of the hospital. Sure. And we try to set them up with a nurse coach. So that way, you know, um, we're having someone reach out to them immediately to prevent them from going back into the hospital. Sure. Right. Yeah. And so you look after those coaches. Absolutely. Wow, that's great. Yeah. So yeah, that's good to be at home doing that. Yeah. And then you could hop in your car and meet them for coffee if you need to. If or, need be. Yeah, that's But amazing. it's all virtual. We have webcams, so we see each other in meetings, and it's really? kind of like, you know, we're in the office. Wow. This is such. <laughs> this podcast is called The New World for a reason. Yeah. This is a new world, yeah. man. Wow, that is just amazing to me. Yeah. Wow. So where do you think... Um, 
Where do you see yourself? You're in you know, your early 30s, just turned 30 or 31, did you say? 31. I'm going to be 32 in April. Yeah, mm. nice. Uh, <laughs> April what? Can I ask? April 6th. Oh, that's my dad's birthday. Aww. Oh, no, my brother's birthday. My uh, I'm the 22nd and my dad was the 26th. Awesome. Yeah, April's, are you an Aries? I'm an Aries. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, Aries and Taurus right there, crazy people. <laughs> yes. Stubborn? Are you stubborn? A little bit. Yeah, that means a lot, guys. You see how she's like, a little bit? <laughs> The girl's voice goes up when they don't want you to think it's horrible. Yeah. Just a little bit. I'm strong-minded. Yeah. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's another warning. Another red flag. Hey. Yeah. No, we like that. <laughs> Nobody likes pushovers. That's no. good. Well, I got to say, Kiara, it's been a, a fun time having you. I'm so glad you stopped by. It's awesome. That, you know, I saw you at 12. Now I'm seeing you at 30. It's just <laughs> tremendous. You're a mom. You're doing all this great stuff. Folks, we want to get you to uh, be connected to Kiara. So, Kiara, one more time, let's tell them how they can find you. Yeah. So, you guys can check me out on Instagram at Lashed by Kiara Nicole, or you can reach me on Facebook at Lashed by Kiara Nicole. And uh, feel free to also find me at Kiara Nicole. Um, That's my personal account. I am available through there as well. Very good. Folks, again, I can vouch for her. This is a professional, upstanding young lady, and she's making a move in her new business. And we're happy to see you do it. We can't Thank wait to you. watch you grow. <laughs> if um, if I needed some more beauty, I'd come see you. But I've got Perfect. enough, I guess. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is um, you're, you have met Kiara Nicole. And we're going to take you out with a little bit of our typical music. And we want to thank everyone for tuning in to The New World. I'm Greg Colossal. And you're listening to The New World. The New World. Today's podcast was brought to you by Lashed. Check her out online, Kiara Nicole's Lashed.